Hey, what's up? Welcome to the final episode of 2016 for Going Deep with Aaron Watson. We're going to do a quick wrap-up review of the year, things that developed, things we learned, and some of our favorite memories. Also going to be reading a short excerpt from one of my favorite books of 2016. This is something we're going to continue doing into 2017, and it's going to be in union with our new sponsor, Audible.com. Audible is a marketplace of audiobooks. If you're like me and trying to read more in 2017, then the audiobook is going to be a great addition to your media consumption habits. I'm planning on doing one audiobook per month, starting off in January with Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. But there are a number of other audiobooks that I'm excited to consume and hope you'll do it with me. So head over to www.audibletrial.com slash Aaron to get in on the action and get a free month of audiobooks courtesy of me. You're listening to Going Deep with Aaron Watson. So for the year-end wrap, uh, there's a lot that I want to be talking about. But first of all, just a signature of this show is the personal challenge that our guests issue at the end of each episode. It's a great opportunity to take a half hour or 45 minutes of audio and turn it into real-world action that can change your life and the things that you're doing. I've been listening to podcasts for a long, long time, and one of my biggest gripes is that I don't necessarily process or turn the audio that I'm consuming into action. So that's why I've added these challenges at the end of every episode, and I hope that you've been taking at least a few of them. But in the spirit of reviewing last year and preparing for the new year, there are three challenges in particular that have actually happened recently and stuck out to me as really being valuable. So I wanted to double back on those and just encourage you to consider taking one or all of them. The first that I wanted to highlight was from DC Breeze owner Don Grage. Actually didn't get a chance to capture his audio on the challenge, but it is in the show notes, so you may have missed it. And that is to spend 25 hours per month for four months on a new topic or area of interest, building a new skill. And this is a great challenge for so many reasons. And he laid out, first, you're going to learn about a new topic and you won't necessarily become, you know, a Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hour master, but you will be familiar. You can hold a conversation and really probably most importantly, set the foundation to be able to learn more in the future should you choose to. And that leads into the second point of why this is so important of you'll be able to figure out in 25 hours over four months, that's a hundred hours, whether or not something that you've maybe been playing around with in your head, uh, a daydream, whatever it may be, is really a passion or just kind of a fleeting interest. You'll, you'll reach that make or break point within those first 100 hours. And the last part, and this is really the, the core skill that's probably most replicable and applicable to other areas of your life, is you'll realize you really do have 25 hours if you spend a little time prioritizing, scheduling, and managing your time efficiently. It's really easy to get into the trap of, well, I just don't have the time for it. I can't make it happen. You know, I, I struggled with this for a while, and I'm to a point where I'm 
producing two podcast episodes per week. I am working full time for Top Score. I am doing countless other activities and continue to be focused on better managing my time. So if you take this challenge, realize that you can dedicate 25 hours a month to something, then that confidence is going to lead you into further self development and skill building by knowing that you can handle your time and prioritize it well. The next one is explicitly a challenge from Joe Lubin, the founder of Consensus and a player in the Ethereum network, is to learn more about decentralization. Um, He was very focused on that being Ether and Consensus, but in general, we also had Roger Veer on. We've had some other people talk about it. The blockchain technology is going to be really, really impactful in the future, opening up new ways to live your life, new ways to manage your identity, your reputation, your finances. And getting familiar with this is going to pay dividends down the road just in terms of being prepared to take opportunities when they come your way. I'm not saying you need to put all your life savings into Bitcoin or anything like that. What I am saying is you need to understand in broad strokes what this technology is doing and why people are so excited about it and why it can be so valuable. The last one was from New York Times bestselling author Tucker Max. And this is a practice that he actually uses in his new company, Book in a Box, their process for working on their product and their process. And that is to ask yourself why multiple times until you reach an irreducible answer. And I loved this challenge because it really helps you get to the core of any issue. If you are having a problem or having trouble focusing or prioritizing something, or on the flip side, maybe something went the wrong way, there was a mistake made, reducing things to their core components and first principles is a great practice for building a foundation for whatever it is that you are looking to do. And his success is obviously connected to his process of using this multiple whys. So maybe if you're trying to think of what your goals are for the new year, if you're trying to figure out what you're going to spend your 25 hours a month on, spend some time asking why until you get to an irreducible answer and you'll figure out what you want to work on. Those challenges were awesome. I feel myself improving from having taken them, and I'm sure you will as well. But to give a quick recap on this year and what's going on with the show and with me into the new year, we've produced 119 episodes. This is the 119th episode of Going Deep just this year. 2016, 119 episodes, 172 episodes in all, and no signs or plans of slowing down. That's actually a question that I've gotten a lot. Uh, As my email newsletter knows, I am moving to Asia in 2017 and going to be traveling to and living in a number of countries, including Thailand, Vietnam, Taiwan, China, and a few more in addition to that. And the plan is to continue to do digital interviews, continue to meet people, perhaps do a little bit more on the side of personal solo rants or monologues. Also going to be featuring more DJ sets like the recent episode with J-Rod 170. If you missed that, make sure you check it out. But we are going to continue to be plugging away, going to continue to work to build the community around this show, to improve the quality, and to make sure that you are entertained and enjoying every episode that you consume. Would mean a lot to me if you continue to stay subscribed, continue to share the show. I know a lot of you answered my request to share it with just one other person. That's something I I always appreciate and always love when that happens. But as a thank you, uh, one of the things that I'm looking to do here in the new year is I've got a 
bunch of books. I cannot carry them with me over to Asia. So on the day that this is going up, over on my Instagram account at AaronWatson59, I am actually doing a book giveaway. And I have a number of books lightly used that I've read, learned from, that have helped me in my personal development understanding of the world that I want to pass on and continue to give value to others instead of just sitting on a shelf somewhere collecting dust. So if you go over to the Instagram account, once again, that's at AaronWatson59, you'll see a big picture of all the books. I'll also have them listed in the caption. And if you comment with the book that you want, unless someone has already commented that they want that book, I will send it to you. I'll send you a thank you note uh, just for listening to the show and being a part of this passion project for me. It has been an absolute blast getting to know so many listeners in the past year. Uh, Some of those books include Losing My Virginity, the personal autobiography of Richard Branson, the Ask Gary V book, What Technology Once by previous guest Kevin Kelly, and also Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield, uh, also the author of The War of Art. A ton of great books to give away there. Super excited to connect with people through that avenue. So please check out that Instagram post. Once again, that'll be up same day as this podcast. If you're listening to this, you know, weeks or months later, you can try. If I'm already in Asia, I'm not sending you a book. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, it's It's been a pleasure doing all these interviews and learning in your company. I hope that you've learned a lot. Would love to connect as always. Uh, But to wrap things up, we're going to do a little excerpt from my favorite book I read in 2016. To give you a little taste of the audiobook format and of my favorite book of 2016, Anti-Fragile by Nazem Taleb, here is a brief excerpt from the book. The secret thirst for chance, which brings us to the existential aspect of randomness. If you are not a washing machine or a cuckoo clock, in other words, if you are alive, something deep in your soul likes a certain measure of randomness and disorder. There's a titillating feeling associated with randomness. We like the moderate and highly domesticated world of games, from spectator sports to having our breathing suspended between crapshoots during the next visit to Las Vegas. I myself, while writing these lines, try to avoid the tyranny of precise and explicit plan, drawing from an opaque source inside me that gives me surprises. Writing is only worth it when it provides us with the tingling effect of adventure, which is why I enjoy the composition of books and dislike the straitjacket of the 750-word op-ed, which, even without the philistinism of the editor, bores me to tears, and remarkably, what the author is bored writing bores the reader. If I could predict what my day would exactly look like, I would feel a little bit dead. Further, this randomness is necessary for true life. Consider that all the wealth of the world can't buy a liquid more pleasurable than water after intense thirst. Few objects bring more thrill than a recovered wallet or laptop lost on a train. Further, in an ancestral habitat, we humans were prompted by natural stimuli, fear, hunger, desire, that made us work out and become fit for our environment. Consider how easy it is to find the energy to lift a car if a crying child is under it, or to run for your life if you see a wild animal crossing the street. Compare this to the heaviness of the obligation to visit the gym at the planned 6 p.m. and be bullied there by some personal trainer, unless, of course, you are under the imperative to look like a bodyguard. Also, consider how easy it is to skip a meal when the randomness in the environment causes us to do so because of lack of food, as compared to the discipline of sticking to some 18-day diet plan. 
There exists the kind of people for whom life is some kind of project. After talking to them, you stop feeling good for a few hours. Life starts tasting like food cooked without salt. I, a thrill-seeking human, have a bullshit detector that seems to match my boredom detector. As if we were equipped with a naturalistic filter, dullness aversion. Ancestral life had no homework, no boss, no civil servants, no academic grades, no conversation with the dean, no consultant with an MBA, no table of procedure, no application form, no trip to New Jersey, no grammatical stickler, no conversation with someone boring you. All life was random stimuli and nothing, good or bad, ever felt like work. Dangerous, yes, but boring, never. Finally, an environment with variability, hence randomness, does not expose us to chronic stress injury, unlike human design systems. If you walk on uneven, not man-made terrain, no two steps will ever be identical. Compare that to the randomness-free gym machine offering the exact opposite, forcing you into endless repetitions of the very same movement. Much of modern life is preventable chronic stress injury. Thanks for listening. Connect with Aaron on Twitter and Instagram at AaronWatson59.